0: This is an Asphalt Studios production.
1: Let's take a drive
0: down. Let's take a drive down Tangent Avenue. Well, I never thought it'd be so simple, but I found a way. Welcome to Drake and Josh, everybody. I'm Josh. And I'm Bryson, and this is
1: Tangent Avenue. In this show, we bring a new topic every week spanning the incredibly broad the incredibly niche and we tell each other all about it. Hey Josh.
0: Do hey. you remember
1: back in the day when we loved more than anything else in this world, I think, uh, Drake Bell's music?
0: Yeah, now he's a criminal. Now he's a criminal <laughs> who beat his girlfriend and uh escaped <laughs> to, to Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. So, bitchcraft like though. Bitchcraft though? I'm done with all oh. that bitchcraft. Ooh uh anyway so yeah i am actually tasman not josh i lied to everybody and i'm so sorry hey do you
1: think that we could really have bitchcraft be our intro from here on out because it's not like he can take us to court
0: (laughs) 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 yeah but i think his label could so yeah that's true yeah but hey bryson guess what today is a very special episode do you know why
1: yeah it's because our april fools episode
0: Sure, yeah. Well, we do
1: a whole bunch of pranks like that intro where you said you were Josh from popular television series in the early 2000s, Drake and Josh. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. That may be the case, but it's also our first ever patron chosen topic the story of Paul Amadea Danach. Uh, Are you sure it's recommended- not Amadeus? Amadeus, yep, 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 (laughs) Amadeus. Wow, Um, here we go everybody, Taz starting out early, forgetting whole fucking consonants, let's go! (laughs) You want to know the best part, I I spelled it out the way it's pronounced, and I just completely went over the (laughs) odds. Oh my god. Anyways, so this was recommended by our first patron, JL. Uh, we'll be diving the story of Paul and how he fell into a coma, supposedly time-traveled from the year 1921 to the year 3905, and even successfully predicting some events that wouldn't happen for around 100 years. But first, if you like this episode, make sure to leave a 5-star review wherever you're listening. Hulk smash that subscribe button and check out our Patreon for Why all the of our fuck? bonus content. Hold contacts. on, hold on, hold on. Why did Hulk you say smash, Hulk? What? Hulk smash that subscribe Why? button. Why? Because we were talking about Marvel when I wrote this. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Only reason. Uh, Bad? So yeah, no, no, I'm, yep, I'm done with the podcast. Uh, uh-huh, this nope.
1: isn't a Marvel podcast, everybody. <laughs> yes, our last episode was Marvel related, and I get that. We're never doing it again. But we're not doing that. We're not Hulk smashing anything. All
0: right. Thoughtfully fine. click the button. I don't know okay all right uh so yeah all of our bonus content including our weekly tensions after dark which we renamed from the power hour where we hang we out and talk chat about for a porn while. a lot <laughs> yeah yeah i guess yeah, yeah. that's kind of true <laughs> it's true uh we hang out and chat for a while after we record the main episode could be about current events uh what's going on in the lives our many topics you also get ad-free early access to all episodes exclusive voting rights for this type of episode the voting rights. Of episodes, and, and, and we are voting making rights. it
1: illegal for people to pass out water during yeah, <laughs> in absolutely. line it's we're joining Ar- we're joining arkansas in that fight where we're <laughs> making sure I that you're that there i thought was georgia I think it's both, probably. Okay, all right. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Yeah, you're probably right. right though. It is, it is Georgia because there <laughs> was a big thing about Coca-Cola. But yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you pass out Coke? <laughs> 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 Just pretty not water, but pretty coke? sure it's still a misdemeanor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you also get access to our Discord sorver, server. Server. Uh, server. Swerver. Yep. Uh, for the Tangent community to connect
1: We're teaming up with Discord To
0: make sure they change the names to their uh, Rooms to Sorvers Swarvers <laughs> And plus Tangent Tabletop will be releasing on Bryson give me a drum roll uh, One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec I got this,
1: I got this uh... Ow, fuck Got me may 3rd that's right, that's may, right. The th- may the may the third
0: be with you may the third be with you uh our actual play story and role play heavy D podcast will be releasing in less than a month and but don't worry for- i'm
1: still gonna punch people <laughs>
0: Yeah, yep, 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 yep. That's all for only five dollars a month. Once Tabletop releases, that's around eight to ten hours of bonus content every single month for only five dollars. So we're gonna spoil the fuck out of you. Damn
1: straight, baby. You give us a you give us a five dollar bill every month, baby? Oh, we'll drown you in content. Ooh Hell
0: Yeah. All right, kitten, you ready to start this episode? Hey, hold up <laughs> Hold up? Yeah. Taz, yeah. who's our HR representative?
1: Because I have a complaint <laughs> I'd like to make.
0: I think it's me. No.
1: <laughs> That's I'll
0: kill you if you ever do that to me again.
1: And here's the thing, in our friendship, I'm the top. <laughs> if anybody's kitten here, it's you,
0: cunt. Alright, Tiger. Are you ready to start this episode? Worse. No, I'm done. <laughs> this sucks. Alrighty. So just kidding though. Just kidding. You get it? (laughs) Yeah. We got one more surprise for you. Uh, the story trailer for tangent tabletop is ready and we're going to play that for you right here, right now. Now get excited. Get pumped. Get your vibrator, lotion, and tissues ready. Vibrator, moment... lotion,
1: and tissue. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. you know, some woman might need some vibrator. A man might need a vibrator. Yeah. So somebody might hey, need ain't a vibrator. Not, ain't nothing wrong with vibrators. Yeah. Nothing. But the combination well,
1: yeah. of the three... Perplex and confuse me.
0: It's fine. You can be confused about our. <laughs> our Moisturize masters. that clit! Let's go! <laughs> you can be confused about our listeners' masturbation habits. It's fine. Tell us but all about it. <laughs> it's the moment you've all been waiting for, starting right now. Nope, no, right now. Iglo sleeps is a phrase printed on every coin that circulates the three great nations. Iglos was very tired before he entered his eternal slumber. He actively worked against creating life, holding within himself the power that created the universe. When he finally succumbed to the exhaustion, the universe exploded out from him along with six distinct shards that became the gods of this world. Oldar, Ygner, Kadros, Ira, Isis, and Etta all anchor the fundamental principles of reality together. And? Iglo's weren't bright in the center with the most powerful glow bathing the small planet closest to it in a calming and beautiful glow. Vagram, the nation of the dwarves in the south, O'Brain, the collective colonies of elves spreading from west to east coast, and the primarily human, northern war nation the Carnadian Empire all emerged from what Iglo's left behind. Now, the year is 759 and just 10 years ago, a sudden shift of the pantheon Caused the northernmost parts of Iglos to freeze over quickly, making them mostly inhabitable. The Carnadian Empire expanded south to escape the frozen tundra, taking over parts of Obrain, causing conflict between the nations. The tension between the two had boiled over into battles along the border a few times, namely, when the Empire took over Hedgepoint, a crucial farming village between the two nations. Hundreds of years ago, the elvish Obrain village of Hedgepoint was terrorized by a dragon that burnt down the village and acres upon acres of farmland, sending the townspeople into disarray. The dragon el Dorak, meaning destroyer of hope in the native elvish tongue, wreaked havoc upon the countryside, leaving most of the villagers homeless, hungry, and scared. Desperate, the townspeople put together a hunting party to hunt down the beasts of the mountains, even though they knew they stood no chance. But when they arrived, Alcor was never to be found. The townspeople rebuilt, and from that burnt cropland arose from the ashes a special type of wheat that can be found nowhere else in all of Iglos. They named this new crop dove Durak, or Dragon's Hope. The bread and drink this crop provided is highly sought after and known worldwide for its unique taste and properties. Hedgepoint never allowed itself to grow into a full-blown city. The locals liked the little town, so instead they opted to establish trade between the nations of Iglos and have become crucial to providing the world's crops, making up at least 60% of all crop growth and trade. Every couple of years, the night skies over Hedge Point point in the nearby mountain, Elcor swallow, basking in an orange and red glow. It's said to be Elcor's flame haunting even the skies of the land. And, on the quietest of nights, some say you can still hear the screams of the villagers that were burnt alive and the dragon's haunting roar from the mountain top. Now, under the forced military rule of the Carnadian Empire, the town has been through much hardship over the last few years. Has seen many battles between the O'Brien Collective and the Carnadian Empire, and though the Empire took it by force, they never made the native Elves leave. However, this isn't the only cause of tension in the world. In the last five years, there have been massive ripples across the threads of divine magic, which caused some clerics and paladins to lose access to all their magic. It's widely believed that a significant drop in people's faith in the gods is the cause for this, but no one knows. And this is where we'll join our heroes for the very first time. Welcome to the world of Iglos, and welcome to Tangent Tabletop. now?
1: Five minutes ago it started. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Are you pumped, Bryson? Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> hey, Taz, um, what was the name of that second god you said? <laughs> <And> Gignir. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Gignir? Yeah. yeah. Weird, it sounded different when, when I heard it just now. That's fine. That's fine. So, it sounded like Gignir. <laughs> My
0: cousin Gignir.
1: Gignir. <laughs>
0: My cousin Gigneer got some crowd ad down from the creek.
1: It's weird that you're from Louisiana, but you do a significantly worse southern yeah. accent than I do. It's because I uh,
0: never wanted to talk like that, you know? That's, tr- that's <laughs> fair, I guess. Man, I wish right. you drowned
1: in Hurricane Katrina. Anyway, let's go.
0: Alright, um, <laughs> fuck. This will likely be a short episode, so let's get started. Paul Almadeus... Denunc was born in 1884 in Zurich, Switzerland, and was a French and German teacher. In 1917, he became ill with a mysterious disease called encephalitis lethargica, or sleepy sickness. This sickness, if you can't guess from the name, would make an ill person abruptly take (laughs) poo. Take (laughs) uh, poo. Uh, Take poo. (laughs) No, um, I completely skipped a word in my, uh... All sleepy, all sleepy Amadeus. (laughs) All sleepy Amadeus, uh, a deep sleep would take possession of an ill person, and they would, you know, fall asleep in a comatose state and remain asleep for, you know, a few minutes, days, weeks, or even months, from which you would either wake up or sometimes not. It all kind of depended on if you were lucky. Um in 1917 the illness caused him to fall into a comatose state for two weeks and in 1921 it kicked in again this time causing him to be in coma for a year and hospitalized in zurich
1: man i would love to have this disease
0: <laughs> yeah you get out so much work i know
1: like yeah i would love to go into a coma
0: <laughs> Alrighty, i can't be the Me only too, person man. that
1: thinks this right
0: No, uh, I mean, if I didn't have a kid now, I'd be down for a coma, but I don't want to miss his life. Yeah, but I don't want to miss his life, He is the least interesting child I've
1: ever met, okay? (laughs) Nothing interesting (laughs) is going to happen to Zade while you're in a coma.
0: (laughs) Uh... Anyways, after he woke up, whenever anyone asked about his experience in the coma, he would get super weird and avoid all questions tossed his way. He would never tell anybody about what supposedly happened during his coma, which of course we'll get into later, Um, but he never told anybody, not one word to anyone. He also became essentially a recluse, not talking to any of his friends and spending most of his time alone. He got really invested in reading philosophy, which was a new development for him, and began talking to his priest quite often. Before his second coma, he had told his priest that he was weary of religion and had begun questioning his beliefs, but now he tells him that he no longer has any doubts, making statements to the priest like if only you knew what was out there, but would never elaborate to the priest.
1: Wow, this reeks of somebody just like really trying to cement a personality. <laughs> 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 Like I don't like I'm not doubting whatever, but like it is super funny to have him just be like, "Okay, I'm out of a coma. There are going to be a lot of questions. I want to have interesting answers." (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: In the months after he woke up, he contracted tuberculosis, the disease that killed my favorite video game protagonist of all time, Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption Two. Rest in peace, you absolute hero. Essentially, no. We're done. Anyways, this was essentially a guaranteed death. Most people don't recover. He lived for a few years, though, and moved away from the cold in Switzerland to a more moderate climate of Athens, where he taught French and German at a university. While wow. Oh, this guy
1: sucks. Why? <laughs> gets into philosophy and is like, oh, I'm going to move to Athens.
0: <laughs> what a there's, cock. <laughs> there's, there's a little bit of a reason for this. Uh, we'll get into that, though. All right. While there, he met uh, Georgios Papachatsis, uh, which, what a name. <laughs> Papachatsis. Papachatzis.
1: I, I like to think that he, he wanted people to say Papachatzis too. That's just, that's just for
0: me, though. All right. Uh, and this is his only Big known close friend. <laughs> Big Papachatzis. Big uh, He's his only known friend at this point in his life and, you know, for the rest of his life. Uh, he wasn't Spoiler really back alert. to normal. Yeah, never makes yeah. another friend. <laughs> uh, he wasn't really back to normal at this point, and his students thought he was a strange man. One of his students found him near the Pantheon, staring at a large boulder one time, and tried to spark a conversation with Paul, mentioning how strange it was that someone two thousand years ago could have been looking at the same rock. Paul would respond saying something like, "Yes, that's true, and it will still be there in two thousand years. So if you stare at it long enough, it's almost like you're looking into the future." They'll do away with the bars, though. So, you know, weird guy at minimum. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Interesting. He's
1: good at seeming interesting. I'll give him that. Yeah. Because if I was talking with someone and they brought that out, I'm like, all right. Pretty (laughs) dope. Solid, solid line.
0: Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Alrighty. Uh, So in 1924, one of his last known interactions in Athens was uh, with his landlady. She stopped by and he greeted her with a big hug, saying he's overjoyed and acting uh, that way as well. He says that he can finally write everything down, but never explains what that means. And when Paul felt he was close to the end, he gave Georgios uh, his diaries before taking his final deep sleep. Love a good final
1: deep sleep, though.
0: Yeah, it's like the Odin sleep in Thor 1, you know? You just I don't pass that. out and go to sleep. All right, fine. I don't fine. remember that part. Know. <laughs> he just sleeps most of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he just takes a big old nap. Wow, what a good
1: movie.
0: <laughs> uh, o- Odin, the All Father, take big nappy nap. <laughs> there were a total of 800 pages that uh, Georgios read and translated, and what he found was something incredible, I guess. Uh, The diaries were intended as a gift for a friend, but 50 years after his death, Georgios published them, describing Paul as neither a writer nor an imaginative man, but simply someone who wrote about a real experience he had. And with that... We're gonna go to an ad break real quick, and then we'll come back and explain what the fuck happened in those 800 pages. What the fuck happened in those 800 pages, though? I want to know now! Well, it sucks. Okay. Ads. Hey, Dice Goblins! What? Where are the goblins? Everywhere. They're listening to us right now. They're in our ears. Don't take my wax. Please.
1: It's so precious to me to have the wax.
0: Okay, wax goblin, dice goblins, whatever you need. You guys can visit the and use the code tangent to get 10% off your purchase for all the tabletop RPG games that you need. Oh, I love dice. Give me some of that. Changing from wax goblin to dice goblin? I am both. I I am a I'm a goblin of many stripes. Okay. Any goblin of many stripes, you can you can be a cup goblin, get some cool cups on that website. Again, that's code tangent, T-A-N-G-E-N-T to get ten percent off your purchase. Well <laughs> that sounds good.
1: Okay. You okay? That's what we're bringing it back on, right? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> hey, we're back. Okay. No, I wanted to say it. You did say it. You hey okay?
0: I do a we really
1: are... good... You do. Little John. Little John. <laughs>
0: Little John, never heard of him. It's Little Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Bad.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm not going to expand on this any further, but did you, you know... <laughs> um... <laughs> When I was a kid, I wanted to be a rapper. I wrote raps and my <laughs> my, my rap name was Tank. <laughs> Look, man, I want you to spit something for me real quick. Absolutely not. I told you I would Just not f- expand spit, any further on it. Spit spit a do- spit a bar. I don't know bars. <laughs> spit a bar. No. brother. I won't. <laughs> I'll do it when we get 2,000 patrons. That's our first (laughs) threshold. I will spit a bar. A singular bar.
0: Alright, so we do have some questions, Bryson. What the fuck? Yes. We have inquiries? We have inquiries. Alright, Jesus. Oh Don't my gosh. say it like that. Oh my gosh. That's
1: gross of you to so, say it like that.
0: do you guys believe in the supernatural and have either of you ever experienced something supernatural or unexplained slash creepy? And uh, JL, that's no dig at you. I, that's JL, not you he told me before the, the,
1: this part, okay. he said, I'm going to make so much fun of the way JL talks. And JL, I love you, and I wouldn't think that you would speak like that, but I think Taz just has something against you, probably from work. Anyway, do I believe in the supernatural? Um, no. <laughs> I don't begrudge anybody that does. I don't. Um, but yeah, that's a...
0: Full stop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kaz sacrificed headphones to Satan. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But that's because I didn't believe him. <laughs> so, uh, I still don't. Uh, I'm agnostic that I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Supernatural ended up being, well, I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be, like, it wouldn't cause my world to, like, crumble apart if I found out that anything would... Supernatural existed, if that makes sense.
1: I would love to be a wizard, though.
0: Me too. I would rather be a warlock, though. I wish I could do. It's magic. easier. <laughs> Fair. If, uh, if the superna-
1: here's how I know the supernatural doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. It would be abused.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would absolutely. <laughs>
1: there would be no doubt of its e- if, exi- if there would be no doubt of its existence if it were if it existed <laughs> because. And there's, this, there's an interesting concept, and I don't know where it originates from, but it, the idea is essentially that if humanity had magic from the very beginning of our inception, the world would no longer exist. That's fair. Trees alone, we would have cut down all of the trees.
0: All of the trees? All of
1: the trees. By now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alright, next question. Besides doing the podcast full-time, what would your dream jobs be?
1: Stand up comedy and a writer.
0: Fair. Uh, I would still be down to act if I uh, looked better.
1: <laughs> You're not that ugly. You would play a lo-
0: <laughs> You would play
1: a lovely like a ratty um, informant in a cop procedural, like a returning okay. character. All right. And your Thank name you. would be Mousy Malone, I think. Mousy Malone. <laughs> yeah. And there would always be pictures of you eating cheese. Always. Like a full wedge of Gouda.
0: I love Gouda. I love cheese, man. I fucking love cheese. I'm not
1: a fan. I'm not a cheese man. What if I just pulled out a full wheel and took a big chomp of it after saying that?
0: Uh, you know, I would not be surprised. Yeah, that's fair.
1: But yeah, I don't like cheese. That's my hot take for today.
0: Oh, actually,
1: I wanted to um, talk about Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League for just a moment. Okay. Uh, I saw Zack Snyder's Justice League cut uh, the weekend after it came out, and it shocked me how much I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, you guys messaged, and I was like, yeah, really? It was okay.
1: unnecessarily good. <laughs> like, it has all of Zack Snyder's normal, like, shitty things, like, the things he's bad about doing. Um, some of those things he did in such a way that I really enjoyed it, and some of them were just, like, his normal shtick. But, like, there was so much rad shit in this movie, and just really awesome stuff. Is 10% I'm slow think? motion? Yeah, all, 30% of it was in slow motion. Um, but, like, man, was it a good time. Fair. Yeah.
0: I haven't seen it yet, so I don't have any opinions.
1: I don't suggest you watch it. <laughs> it's a four-hour movie, Jazz. <laughs> I do want to watch some Godzilla vs. King Kong, though.
0: Man, I'm so excited for Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm
1: so thrilled about it.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, okay, so we're back with Paul, uh, and oh, he, he did. Paul-y sleep? Paul dead. Book published. Boom. Paul did uh, book
1: published. That's what we call it. <laughs>
0: uh, Paul claimed he had no awareness of his coma in 1921 and instead that he woke up in the year 3905 in a strange body, the body of a man named Andreas Northam, an Italian man who was the victim of an accident with his flying machine. Uh, The doctors talk to Paul. They explain to him who he is, a man named Andreas, and what happened to him. The problem was, at the time, he doesn't understand any of the language spoken by the doctors. He's shocked to find his environment all styled in glass and lights, and notices for the first time the strange uniforms worn by the hospital staff. Andreas, uh, slash Paul, does not answer to the attempts made to regain his memory. He did not remember his dearest friends, and gets taken in a structure where he seems to get his conscience back. Uh, At that point, Paul realizes all that had happened in the previous 2,000 years, including his time travel. Over the different historical periods, there was an obscure time uh, that our ancestors would call Stone Age. The next little bit, and this is before, like, the Stone Age is named, I think. I could be wrong about that. Because it's long before uh, evolution is accepted, you know? Was it? Uh, Yeah, it was early 1900s. Like, very early 1900s.
1: People were pretty... Wait, when was Charles Darwin
0: was I think 1800s, but it people wasn't it didn't very... become accepted for a while.
1: People, I don't know, people in Darwin's time really loved um his work with uh with evolution. Yeah. Like that was one of the things that encouraged guys like Marx so much.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um so Over the different historical periods, there was, yeah, uh, Stone Age. Anyways, the next little bit, I'm going to quote and summarize some of Paul's writings and claims about what he experienced. The 20th and 21st centuries are tormented by world wars, the oppression of the man over the man and by the lack of respect towards nature. The set of values change, the excessive consumerism uh, destroys the planet and the human consciousness. Those are years uh, in which the economical and political power is held by the new world order. Violence and poverty spread, especially in Africa and Asia. The planet is overpopulated and Mars becomes a colony of the Earth, which lasts shortly, though. 60 years afterwards, a catastrophe occurs wipes away 20 million lives of people living there. In the year 2309, the old continent is almost entirely destroyed by a nuclear war. The survivors uh, start moving from northern Europe, uh, and people go south. By now, the humankind is almost completely lacking our spiritual beliefs. It is followed uh, by the Age of Heroes for our posterity, the ancient history of Aldir, uh, during which, at the end of the 24th century, a global government begins, which brings legality and order. The planet is not divided into nations, and everyone feels as a citizen of Earth. The rebirth starts in 2894 in a place between Greece and Macedonia. Uh, called the Valley of Roses, where the movement of the tw- 200s begins. From this movement, a new form of spirituality happens, and a new man appears, with different type of physique, result of a different way of living, more free and joyful. The age of reason for our posterity, the new era, or nosier, when a man named Alex Volke stands out. In 3382, in fact, he frees the men from the, uh, from the pain and teaches them how to find a new spirituality and a huge happiness through meditation. So strong that it could be deadly to those who are not ready to receive it. In 3842, the first blue roses bloom to a wise gardener after 50 years of attempts in the Valley of the Roses. This is the journey of a man throughout 2,000 years. In that new world, men only work for two years, between their 19 and 21 years of age. Then everyone focuses... uh, Right. dream. Oh Uh my god. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. I'd be done. I'd be Uh done already. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Then everyone focuses on what they like the best. The concept of private property is no longer remembered because yes! of the state of government. Fuck yes! <laughs> uh, it's no more movie. landlords, baby! <laughs> Mao was right! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then everyone focuses Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, state government <laughs> duty to look after their citizens. The idea of the wedding does not exist anymore and relationships are free with the exception uh, for procreation. For having a baby, you have to have an authorization from the government in order to avoid uh, overpopulation. Kind, to of, cause you, you damages kind of eugenics. The a yeah. little
1: bit, but also... Yeah.
0: Um, no, landlords. Know, no landlords? No <laughs> landlords. <laughs> Uh, Justice is guaranteed as sitting at the government There are people caring about the common good Rather than the one of the individual I will say this
1: about this already The fact that he seems to harp on overpopulation a lot Is really funny (laughs) Because That's not a thing (laughs) And probably never will be And it's kind of interesting Especially because You said he was uh, Swiss right? Yes so, back in, like, Charles Darwin days, mm-hmm. a lo- there was a specific class of people that took his his discovery um, as like, oh, well, overpopulation's a big issue, and those of us who are the most powerful in this society, um, and I'm paraphrasing a bit, and this isn't going to be entirely accurate, but... Um, uh, we're obviously the best. So we got to make sure, you know, that we're protected against overpopulation and it's the poors who shouldn't be allowed to have kids.
0: Fair. Uh, okay. So it's the religious... Funny. Yeah, the religious emptied out of their ancient dogmas are all accepted yet unified in a single creed. The Samoth is the humoth? Ho- Samoth. I don't know the actual pronunciation of that because I'm assuming no. it's based off after Sabbath? maybe, uh, is the whole and includes time and space. Paul understands even about the existence of extraterrestrials and figures out that they could have been in contact with men thousands of years before, but maybe they didn't as they were aware of their limited mentality. Perhaps in some particular historical moment, they helped them out without letting the human recognize them. Amadeus uh, slash Andreas Travels throughout all of Europe and manages to visit Markfor, which is current Rome, but five times bigger. He claims that in 3905, it is still possible to see the statue of Giordano Bruno, but he was not sure about the Colosseum. And that's his story, Bryson. What are your thoughts? Weird. Yeah. What did he get correct? <laughs> uh, just nuclear war. Uh, I'm I mean, he has not gotten that it. right yet. <laughs> well, he did for the, the 20th century.
1: Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, when did he die? Uh,
0: it's pretty inconceivable. Uh, he died in like 1920 something.
1: Okay. So the bomb hadn't been dropped yet. Nope. Nope. Gotcha. I
0: don't even know. Uh, when was the nuclear. book released? Uh, the book was released in 1960s. Well. Yep. That yep. could
1: have been changed after the fact, couldn't could it?
0: Could have. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing, though. There, There's literally no proof that. Paul uh, Paul Amadeus Danuk was ever a real person that doesn't entirely rule it out because uh, there's no proof that he wasn't either but essentially so there uh, are no records no. of his birth but that's not that uncommon yeah that's not uncommon for that time uh, one of the biggest con in the world uh, was born in India in like the late 1800s and it lived into the 1900s um, just like Paul, and there's no evidence of his birth, where he was born, uh, he was, like, historically is for sure a real person, but there's no evidence of where he was born or anything like that, so it's not an uncommon thing by any means, so it doesn't entirely rule it out, but it also is important to kind of take note of, because the way this book was published is that, um, the Georgios uh gave it to his brother supposedly and his brother um officially published it which is kind of how it goes because the story is that Georgios tried publishing it and had a lot of issues with the government cuz it had stuff to do with time travel and all that um so it's it's just really touch and go and it's not clear exactly I don't know why
1: having any thing to do with time travel would halt anything from the government
0: uh it was there just there against, were
1: stories I about time travel because well they were bo- claiming
0: it was real and all that oh well <laughs> it goes against like it also goes against like the religion and everything like that i'm not saying like it was mm-hmm. uh, american like well no problems. it was in greece it was, it was... Yeah, yeah yeah
1: but it's uh, this is very fake
0: um. yep yeah i i'm on the same boat i yeah. don't believe it. it it'd be cool uh, even the thing that he two got years in the future
1: even the thing that he got <laughs> right
0: was like
1: you know could have been added well after
0: that yep yeah very true uh so yeah it was a short episode i uh i Didn't get the book, so there may be information that I'm missing out on. Mm -hmm. I listened to a couple of podcasts, read about them, and got all the information that really mattered. But uh, as far as I can tell, anyways. So hopefully this was uh, a fun episode for you guys, even though it's a little shorter. Uh, You know, we got Tangent Tabletop uh, starting soon. Trailer in here. That's a lot of fun. Very excited to get that out.
1: Oh, yeah. Very excited to
0: record it. Yeah, for sure. Don't, really,
1: don't even really care if we release it. I just want to play D&D.
0: <laughs> You've said that so many times. And, I, and it's I, I, I always yeah. true. I'm very excited to play it, too. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess well, I'm running you. it. But. Oh,
1: shut up, Taz. I'm trying to get us out of here, okay?
0: All right. You're the one who's bitching about, oh, I
1: don't want to miss my boring son's life. Well, <laughs> he could be taking his first steps right now. Okay. Anyway, thank He's you so much. For, shut locked. the Taz right. Taz, shut the fuck up, right? No. Nope. Right, Taz? Nope. Thank you so much for listening to this week. We really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> at Tangent Avenue and myself at Wanna Toothpick Taz. Where can they find you? can find me at Zaphiel. Nobody asked. Nobody asked. You specifically did. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Tangent Avenue. Or join our Facebook group at Tangent Avenue Podcast to join in on the conversation. Um, As always, we want to thank our very good friend uh, and artist, Julia Marie Artistry. You can find her work at Instagram.com slash Julia Marie Artistry. And, uh, yeah, intro, mid-row, outro, as always, done by the incredible Homesick Entertainment. They did a lot of the music you heard in that uh, uh, Tangent Tabletop trailer as well. You can find more of their work at youtube.com slash C slash Homesick.
0: They did all the music, just not the sound effects. Okay, cool. Thank you, Taz. Very helpful. You're welcome. Bye. They're incredible. All right. Bye.
1: Bye. Stop
0: listening. I'm going to... Stop
1: listening to the podcast, guys. Stop it. The
0: the music. The music's fading out. I'm still talking. Stop
1: listening to the podcast. Turn uh, it off. Let it stop. Delete it. Stop following the podcast.
0: Look, I know you think that there's extra information at the end of this episode, but there's not. I promise you. We don't do not do post We need to stop doing the the Ferris
1: Bueller thing. This sucks. I hate doing the Ferris Bueller thing.
0: (laughs) Who? (laughs)
1: God damn it. You don't even know what you're stealing. Oh, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: I thought I was being original. This was an Asphalt Studios production.